Hey guys, and thank you for joining us here at IED Sports. It is the 2021 season preview of Nashville SC. We are joined here today by Jonathan Sleep, currently working at Speedway Soccer, which is part of the Broadway Sports Media. Jonathan, thank you for joining us here today. Thanks for having me, Bob. How are you doing? Uh, it's It's been great. We're, we're going through these teams. We're about halfway through Major League Soccer. You can find those all in the playlist down below. But more importantly, Jonathan, tell us a little bit about the project you're working with and where we can find you. Yeah, so uh, I'm a part of Speedway Soccer, uh, which is a part of Broadway Sports Media. We've been a, a group covering National SC since the USL days, so two years in USL and then now uh, with one year in MLS. Uh, you can find us at broadwaysportsmedia.com uh, or on uh, you know Twitter, Facebook at Speedway Soccer. Um, I also have another project where I, I cover CONCACAF. Uh, we're called PodCACAF, so if you're ever interested in any island qualifiers as well, uh, check us out as well. Love it. So let's get started with Nashville because last year was the first season. So we have a lot to talk about ownership, stadium, culture, history. What, what would an MLS viewer need to know about Nashville? Yes. Yeah, so Nashville SC has been, I mean, last year was our inaugural season within MLS right now, um, owned by John Ingram. So John Ingram came, was a part of the original uh, MLS bid. Uh, in the process of the bid came in and there was an already a USL team that was launching called Nashville SC. Uh, so he actually bought that team. Uh, and so it has been a continuation from the USL up into MLS. Um, right now, uh, playing our games at, at Nissan Stadium. So if you're an NFL fan, uh, playing the same place that the Titans play uh, right downtown Nashville, they are in the process of building their own stadium. So it's actually going to be the largest soccer-specific stadium uh, in the United States, it's going to be 30,000. They are have gotten to the point where they've dug all the foundations, steel starting to go up. Uh, they're expecting, I think, October, and they will have all of the you know con vertical construction done, start laying down the field. And I believe it's slated right now for a May uh, 2022 opening. So um, probably toward the beginning of, of the 2022 season, we will see Nashville uh, move in there. Absolutely. You know, what I love about Nashville is is the branding. Like they they are Music City, and it is everything with this club. The logo has wavelength patterns, like like it's it's uh, audio signal. You have even the colors are. I don't know if they are off the top of my head, but it's like electric blue and acoustic yellow. They're they, they it just drips music everything that is exactly what they want from a tourist town and i want to talk a little about what happens pregame and during goals and stuff because there's like a rock band out there or something can you let us know what's going on there yeah so i mean we really only get to see it in its full effect for one game last year with the with the home over against, against atlanta united um but you know some of the things that come in they had um you know someone come in I, and do a like a big guitar solo before the game. So uh, Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm was the first person um, playing a really cool looking uh, Gibson uh, electric guitar. And then actually one of the cool things that they do with goal scores, you know, you've seen with with Portland where they'll they'll cut off a piece of the log and they give that log yeah, yeah. to to the to the players. What they do is they actually live record. Um, the goal call onto a piece of vinyl. So there's this, there's a really cool piece of technology um, that was actually pioneered yeah. by uh, Jack White at Third Man Records. 
uh, and white stripes. So they actually, they put that and they record it right there and then give it to the players, which is really cool. Um, you That's know, and awesome. then so yeah, they were, they were cutting records and just giving them out. I, I absolutely love that. Again, it's part of the theme. This is music city. This is a tourist town. And one of the things I like about that the most is you're going to bring play people who may not have ever seen a soccer game yeah. period into that stadium. And that is a- absolutely what we're all about here at IED sports, just spreading the love of soccer, but we do have to move on and talk a little bit about the 2020 season. Nashville is eight, eight and seven in 2020 with 24 goals scored 22 goals against. They were right around 500 that landed them seventh in the East and they made the playoffs in their first ever season. When you look at the goal contributors, you had Henny Mukhtar, four goals, three assists, Danny Rios, four goals, Walker Zimmerman, three goals, Randall Leal, three goals and four assists. 2020, sum it up for us in a couple words. Uh, 2020 was a season of of learning. Uh, you know, you have a lot of guys coming into the league for the first time. Guys like Hani Mukhtar, um, Randall Leal, who both are, are young guys who had you know success, but either in the in their native Costa Rica like uh, Leal um, or in uh, Denmark uh, like Hani Mukhtar, uh, and a lot of them finding their feet. Uh, I think we saw like as at the start of the season, it was a little bit rough to get going, especially when you have a, a situation where you know it's a new team, and then you have you know, you play three games and then, you know, or two games and then there's months long break. So, I mean, it was a season of learning. Uh, it was a team built on, you know, defensive solidity. And that was one of the things that, you know, Gary Smith talked about, you know, in the preseason. Um, and then guys like, like Dax McCarty talked about is like, you know, you know, getting those fundamentals down. Right. And then the offense will come. And we saw in the last, you know, the run in into the end of the season, um, those goals did start to come for this team. So, uh, I mean, Hani's goals, most of them came, uh, three of them toward the end, they uh, all started to catch fire as well. So it was a lot of scoring late. And, and a lot of that did also come down to a guy like uh, Yonder Kadis coming in as well. Yes, it did. That was uh, a turning point, I guess, for the team. I remember saying, heading into the first playoff game, Nashville can't cut it. They got a guy I never heard of called Yonder Kadits up uh, with a striker. You're not going to win MLS Cup with that. Well, they came pretty close, and we'll talk about that playoff run in just a second. But they did miss MLS Cup. So after just two games, their long, long, long break, we didn't get to see them. And and during that MLS Cup time, we really got to familiarize ourselves with all these teams because they were playing one a night the way MLS should do it, by the way, I should say. Yeah. Uh, we got to look at every team. We didn't get a look at Nashville. So when they came out midsummer. We really didn't know what to expect, and, and they played some good soccer, about 500. When I talk about this team, I talk about the four players who played the most minutes in 2020 because this is how you win games with consistency. They are, in order, David Romney, Joe Willis, Walker Zimmerman, Daniel Lovitz. When you have a goalie and three defenders who start more minutes on your team than anyone else, that is the path to success in Major League Soccer. You're going to make the playoffs with a solid defense win in a uh, game in in game out it almost doesn't matter what happens around you so that is what i look for and what i look to continue in the 2021 season let's talk a little bit about coaching and tactics you have coach gary smith i saw him in the playoffs just bunker he, he brought the defense back he's going to hit you on counterattack. it's almost like he doesn't care if they have possession of the ball talk a little bit about gary smith what he brings to this team 
I, I would say that maybe saying he's he's a coach that bunkers is maybe a little unfair. He does there. There is some defensive solidity back there, you know, with this team being built through the spine. Uh, both of the defenders you mentioned, um, a rookie last year like Alistair Johnson, um, who did, you know, he came in and won that starting spot and, and then never looked back. But then when you have a midfield uh, pivot of, uh, you know, Anibal Godoy and Dax McCarty. The, the, yeah. There's a there's a lot of a lot of things that you can do there. Um, but I think we saw that he does like to get his fullbacks pushed up high and wide. Uh, you know, both Lovitz and uh, Johnson. You know, will at times that you will find them high up the field. Uh, and it's 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 a team that's it's all about in transition and how well they're doing in transition. Um, we saw you know when Hani Mukhtar is up there and kind of pushed like. Whether it's a, a four two three one or a four four one one, um, that second guy and that guy that's able to get the ball in transition, uh, you know, we've seen we saw success with that. But I think one of the things that they're building on what they've talked about, you know, looking forward to this season is, is not dropping into that shell and not looking to, um, you know, rely so much a, a, as bunkering, but also looking to play the ball more, have more possession, um, but still be a team that's looking to be to beat you in transitions. All right, so let's take a look at the depth chart. Now, I don't have any insider information. This is just something I came up with on my own with historical facts from last year and some predictions. I expect the back line to be the same. You got Joe Willis in net, Lovitz, Romney, Zimmerman, and Alistair Johnson. Are there any players here that you want to talk about out of those five? I mean, I think, you know, looking at this, the big thing is, you know, Godoy and McCarty are, are you know, on the other side of 30. So at this point, I'm um, looking forward to this season. One of the things that, that we've talked about um, is the lack of depth in the, in the central midfield. You have a guy like Brian Anunga, who was, you know, playing for Charleston battery two years ago that came in. Um, and when Godoy did get injured uh, was actually able to plug in and, you know, surprised a lot of people. So, I mean, I think looking at, at this season, it's going to come down to, um, you know, with it being a full season, how many, how many, how much often you're able to, you know, rotate those guys. Uh, and then looking at someone like uh, Rodrigo Pinheiro that's come in um, from Uruguay and how he's going to fit into this team. Last year, we saw both uh, the wings being Alex Moyle and Renda Leal. Uh, where, do, where does, where does Pinheiro fit in? Is he going to play on the right? Um, there's probably more. Uh, we'll see him either on either wing. Um, Hani Mukhtar did struggle a little bit with injury last year. And I think, you know, we saw a guy like Derek Jones, who had never really played as a 10, uh, be the ten, for the, be the number two 10 for this team. Um, but I expect this year for a guy like Randall Leal. Uh, and then it's all going to come down to can the forward score goals. Last year, uh, Yonder Cuddies came in late. Didn't, I mean, when he first played a game, he hadn't played a competitive match of soccer in, you know, about uh, six months. So he's had a full preseason now, full time with this team. Uh, CJ Sapong, who came in, who was, you know, done a really good job in, you know, major league soccer as a whole. Uh, I mean, and the, I know the team is still very high on uh, Daniel Rios and what he can bring, um, you know, first back-to-back 20 goal score in USL, uh, got, you know, three goals last year. And I think there's, there's, I don't know, four goals last year. So I think there's, there's a lot of uh, upside and, you know, Nashville went from a team last year that didn't have a lot of depth up top to now having a, a pretty good amount of, of striker depth. Absolutely. You got to love it when a, when a veteran like CJ Sapong can come in and, and, and step up. So I want to go back to uh, Yonder Cadiz because he's a DP signing, supposed to be the forward, supposed to be the goal scorer. He did get uh, two goals with Nashville during last season. However, he didn't play 70 minutes until round one of the, play- uh, the, well, the playoffs against Toronto. So that's not going to do it. So he had 66 minutes in the playing round, 70 in the first round. 
and then he played 90 in that uh, 2-0 loss to Columbus, who did eventually go on to win MLS Cup. So I, I do expect him to step up next season and be responsible for some goal scoring. Randall Leal and Mukhtar, I mean, those are those are the three guys. Those are your DPs. And what I want to see is precise passing and getting into positions to score. You said you want to do it on transition. That's, that's how this team is going to have to score for me. Because when you look at Godoy and Dax McCarty, you mentioned already that they're on the wrong side of 30. Dax McCarty, he played that fast pace uh, press ball. We saw it in Red Bull and he he kind of outgrew that. I mean, he he used to run for 90 minutes, just sprint the entire game. So as he transitions into, you know, a, a more senior player in this league between him and Godoy, they're going to have to play smarter than everyone else and not necessarily harder. That's something that we all need to do as as we get older. So for me, there's a lot of different storylines here on how you're going to have to score. But 500 team, you had about as many goals scored as, as you uh, put in the net against you last year. So those are all positive things. Now, I want you to do me a favor because you've been a realist for this time. Put on your uh, your pessimist hat. What needs to get better? What is going to keep Nashville from succeeding, from succeeding next season? I think it's it, it can also be where there's success. I think it's, you know, if Nashville's going to struggle this year, if, you know, there isn't really a, a clear number two right back behind Alistair Johnson. Uh, Eric Miller was the starting right back. Uh, really struggled, and, and we're looking at this this summer when you're going to have Gold Cup and Nations League. You're going to be missing a lot of guys. You're going to miss Alistair Johnston uh, with Canada. You'll probably see Walker Zimmerman, uh, Anibal Godoy, uh, oh. Randall Randall Leal. Uh, I mean, those are going to. It's going to be. It's going to be depth. And how deep is this team? Um, but also, you know, so Yonder Cadiz is our, one of our designated players, but he has Nashville has up until June to make the decision to send him back to Benfica or not. Right now he is on loan. Um, they do have the option to buy and, and it's going to be Nashville could struggle if, you know, Cadiz doesn't hit the ground running. They decide to send him back and then they're relying just on CJ Sapong and uh, Daniel Rios to score goals. So, I mean, I think those are the areas that Nashville can struggle with. Um, you know, it's going to be depth. It's going to be guys on international break and then it's going to be um, not being able to score goals. We love on this show to hate on Alex Mouil because he was a Red Bull. We saw him uh, just the energy abound, but it almost seems like he he's like a deer in headlights when he gets the ball. He kind of doesn't know what to do with it. I would really like to see Mouil. He played it one game for Red Bull where he played right back, and it was the best game he played for Red Bull in his career. So I would like to see him maybe, maybe transition back there behind Alistair Johnson because you're going to have to be playing guys out of position Everyone in the league is you're going to be more Wednesday games than you've ever seen before midweek games. You're going to have players missing. So it's definitely going to be very interesting. Gary Smith is going to get a little creative during next season. But as long as the team plays as a cohesive unit, I think that this team can go pretty well. Let's put on our pessimist hat now or our optimist hat. Sorry, excuse me. What is the best you can expect from Nashville heading into next season? I mean, I think, you know, if we're looking at just like in results, I mean, I think because, you know, right now we not as many teams make the playoffs this year. Nashville finished seventh, and, and that's the last playoff spot this year, um, whether, whether while there is three more other spots last year. So I think Nashville making making a run, you know, finishing in the, in the fifth to sixth range uh, and then making some more noise in the playoffs. Um, I think the other thing to look at is, is Open Cup. We now know what the... Uh, you know, stipulations are for qua uh, qualifying for Open Cup. Uh, it's MLS is going to look at the first three games of the season. Nashville's first three games of the season are at home against FC Cincinnati, 
uh, Club de Foot, uh, Montreal, and Inter Miami. Two teams that they beat multiple times last year, and then a team they did not face that is a, the two-time wooden spoon runner. I think, you know, to put on your optimist hat is Nashville wins those first three matches, qualifies for Open Cup, and then who knows what happens in, in Open Cup this year with, you know, with the current format. But I think any MLS team that goes into Open Cup, as long as the team prioritizes it, has a pretty decent shot of, of you know, of making I agree. Making I could see this being one of those years where it's almost like a punishment to get to play Open Cup and it's going to hinder what you're doing during the Major League Soccer season. I could see this being the year that an average 500 team takes home Open Cup. It's, it's definitely happened in the past and I could definitely see it in 2021. Let's look at the stars to watch. Obviously, Lial, Kaditz, Pinheiro. Those are the three guys. If there's one person outside of the DPs, who is going to be a, a either take the next step forward or be a player that is just you, you need your eyes on him when the broadcast is on. Who is that going to be for Nashville SC? I mean, also we got to mention Hani Mukhtar, who's actually, so we don't know what the situation is from a DPs with, with both Leal and Pinheiro coming in. I mean, I think Mukhtar is, is definitely one. I would definitely keep my eyes on, on Alistair Johnson uh, at right back. You know, he got his first, first game first cat for Canada of this past uh, yeah. qualifying window then got his first start where he got a goal and an assist so I think he can you know really make some noise there uh, Brian Anunga uh, who I kind of touched on seeing what he did last year I think he's only gonna get better um, and and Hendwala Buana uh, he came in last year there was a, a trade for um, Jimmy Madronda that sent him out there out Absolutely. to Seattle so so seeing what Buana can do he did he didn't do a ton last year, but I mean, I think he's definitely a, a future pick. He's my pick for like the up and comer Buana because um, he's coming from from Portland, I believe, right? Is that- Seattle. He was at Seattle. Seattle, 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 because Madranda with the trade um, has a lot of speed. He just they I, I was reading a story on, on his. He asked for a trade. He asked to, to leave. And there were games where Seattle put in a lineup card short a player. <laughs> when Bona was available. So that's got to be like a kick in the teeth if you're looking for minutes, like at least dress the guy. So now he has a chance. And during this season, all these bench players are going to get starts. So it's just a matter of what he does with his time there. If we're going to go back and talk about stars to watch, my one number one star, Walker Zimmerman. First of all, I'm jealous of anyone with hair. He's got the hair. He's kind of like as Hollywood as you can get. Fits right into Nashville. He looks like someone that you could, you know, put on stage with a guitar and he's going to play. But he is just size. Contributed three goals last season. You don't expect that from a center back, but he's got that head like a cinder block. He plays for the U.S. men's national team. He's a budding star if he's not already there. So Walker Zimmerman, for me, is my all-star pick. Let's take one last look. That is, again, the wrong depth chart. I pulled it right back up. Um, So talk about weakness on this team because I see Annabelle Godoy, Dax McCarty, two guys on the wrong side. So what about the depth pieces here? How are those going to fit in um, from central midfield? I mean, I think like I've talked about, Brian Anunga is is probably the biggest one that's going to sit, you know, behind uh, Godoy and McCarty. I mean, we saw even guys like uh, like Matt Lagrazza, who was with the the USL team that that made the move up, who's going to you know who looked really he played a lot more than we probably thought he was going to be going to last year, and, and actually impressed he did he did really well. So um, seeing if his role grows in this team. Uh, and then if I'm looking at center backs as well, I mean, Julian Baba is always a, a great, um, you know, backup piece to have. But yeah. um, how much time does Jack Merritt get, who was, you know, our number one draft pick last year? Um, 
and and how does he fit in? They did also pick up another guy from uh, from USL, uh, Robert Castellanos, uh, another young center back, uh, and and seeing how those guys fit in um, because I think we, we can pretty much guarantee that that Walker Zimmerman will miss time with the national team, of course. And it's yeah. how does he how does Nashville cope with him not there? All right, so I think Nashville SC has a pretty good shot. It's going to rely on staying healthy getting a good rotation of guys, maybe a little some tactics from Gary Smith. Let's see what he can pull out of the hat. Yonder Kadit's got to put the ball in the net, and I think this team could be uh, another repeat 500 team, maybe win a playoff game. I think that that should be well within reason. I think that I would be excited to be a Nashville SC supporter. Before we leave, tell us, is there anything we missed, anything else you want us to know about Nashville SC? No, I mean, I think it's, you know, Nashville is a team that, uh, has a lot of upside. We're returning a lot of guys from last year's squad that made a deep run. Uh, we haven't seen a, a, a really a ton from preseason. They're, they've had some preseason game canceled. They're actually playing right yeah. now against uh, Tampa Bay Rowdies. Um, but I think it's going to be it's going to be a fun year and definitely one. I think Nashville is going to look a bit more like the team that ended the season, uh, scoring goals, and the team that you know started that was struggling to score. Talking about staying healthy, you got to. Wear your mask and uh, to do that because you missed MLS Cup. Uh, you missed MLS's back tournament last season with with some cases and preseason. It's going to be so so important. So get out there. We're going to follow when we get some more news. Thank you so much, Jonathan, for joining us. Pitch one last time. Let us know where we can find your stuff. Yeah, so uh, broadwaysportsmedia.com. Uh, on Twitter, also you can check at Speedway Sock or my, myself is at uh, SSP. Um, is where you can find all of our work. Thank you guys for watching and thank you for joining us tonight at ID Sports. 